Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com. It is November 10th, 2022, and it's time for your Impact Wrestling post-show. Who oh boy. A great Okay, I'm not going to say it's a great show. I think it was actually a really a really fun show, a really solid show. I think there's a lot of good stuff that happened. But it's not important what I think right now. It's more important what my 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 friend here, my co-host, my rider die, my pal Cresta Star. Cresta, how you doing? Hi guys. I am doing great. I don't know if we were watching the same impact this impact five out of five, 47 stars in the Tokyo though. I mean, what a hot opener. We believed in Joe Hendry. We ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We, we did it. We did it. We did do it, it with us friends. <laughs> do it with us. Okay. Go ahead. Why don't you, why don't you hit that, 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 that like button, hit that thumbs up, go ahead and hit that here at youtube.com slash fightful, or if you're watching maybe on Facebook, or if you're hanging out with us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash fightful gaming. Hello. How you doing chat? I see you. I see all of you. I am everywhere and I am nowhere. I am Joel Pearl, by the way. Uh, I, I forgot to mention my own name. <laughs> I'm Cresta. I am in, I am in a state of flux. I, I, some people who see what's normally behind me, there's normally a Rey Mysterio mask uh, on, on, on this side of me, and there's usually Ella Parker mask in a box with a hat on behind me. All that stuff's gone. Everything's being stripped apart because I'm moving on Saturday. Everything's just in boxes. After this show, Cresta, you know what I get to do? I, I get to take down this monitor and this monitor and this monitor and these lights and this camera and that camera and then these speakers and then this fan and then this microphone and then the, everything goes baby everything gets in a box and goes away sounds like hell but also it's necessary and uh also also imagine telling people that you live in a state of panic <laughs> <laughs> I guys he told you where he lives in the state of panic get him <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to get us, why don't you go ahead and leave us a super chat here. If you're on YouTube.com slash Fightful, it's that little dollar sign in the chat window. You can leave any amount, get your question or statement read right on the air. And it supports us here at Fightful because we are self-sufficient, we are self-funded, and it tells people like Sean Rossap that we're doing a pretty good job. And if you are maybe wanting to donate in a different place, you can go over to HumperChats.com and Cresta will tell you why and how. Head over to humperchats.com and you can donate to us here. We keep a little bit more. We'll still read your question or your comment live on air. And again, this all shows everyone and especially Sean that we here at Impact Post Show are keeping you sports entertained, mm. tamed, taint, whatever. Um, we want you guys to stay here. That's what it is. So send over your super chats and humper chats. We'll read them live on air. And me and Joe will hook you up with our expert knowledge or no knowledge at all. I was kind of hoping that you were going to figure out that you said taint. Entertainment? <laughs> yes, we are sports entertainment here at Fightful. Uh, and M.A. Solko kicks us off with a super chat. It says, who would have imagined that there were enough talented women for three great matches on the same night? Well, 
If you're Trevor Murdoch, you probably would never have guessed. Because here we are. We had an Impact Knockouts main event. We had a wonderful opening contest on BTI. Uh-huh. And we had a excellent last uh, last rodeo match. Trying not to call it the last yes. ride. And, and, and a whole lot of knockouts in between. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about all the show. We're going to talk about sports entertainment. And we'll talk about FIFA Select in a little bit. But let's go to BTI. Did you watch BTI? Of course you did. I sure did. I managed to make it home just in time. Perfect. Well, we start off as we always do with George Iceman and Iceman <laughs> Intel. And he's got plenty of nothing to tell us. Someone was late to the arena this week. And I was like, oh, something this is juicy. And he's like, it was Jessica. And I was like, oh, okay. But she wasn't her same bubbly self. And I'm like, oh, here we go. This is going to be juicy. And then Iceman's like, I checked up with her to see if she was upset because she was not herself. And she told me everything's fine. But how will the death doll survive with Jessica's depression? And I was like, oh, now we're getting weird. We're going to find out later exactly what that meant, because George Iceman certainly had a lot to say about Jessica and the fact that at Overdrive, as we know, the Death Dolls are going to take on, excuse me, I almost lost my brain for a second. Who are they taking on? They're taking on... Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans. Savannah Evans. Listen, teamwork makes the dream work. I got you, Pimpin. (laughs) I looked down at my notes. (laughs) Out of sight, out of mind, Tasha Steeles and Savannah Evans were not on the show, so I completely forgot who they were facing. Yes, Death Dolls versus Savannah Evans and Tasha Steeles. Uh, so that was that was George Iceman. And let's move on. Killer Kelly and Sandra Moon have a really fun match to open up BTI. Holy crap. I was um, not expecting that at all. I thought it would be a squash. And they Same. ended up this match time. I think, um, I'm sorry, I had to double check her name. I wanted to say something completely different. Do Sandra it. Moon. No one's no one's paying attention. It's fine. Just no, say no, 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 no. I already got it. Sandra Moon. It's Sandra like Moon, a t- Sandra no, Moon, no, no, it's a Twitter. It's like getting a Twitter blue check mark. It's the same thing. It's fine. You can make up whatever you want. Who? <laughs> no, Sandra Moon really looked good here, and I felt like in the. I have so many notes for this match, which is to me, it's crazy. You would think that this was the X Division tournament match, but like at first, I felt Killer Kelly wasn't taking it serious. I like the smirking, the stalking, whatever it is, but I felt Sandra Moon was able to capitalize on that. And once Killer Kelly's like, oh, wow, this, this little girl can wrestle, let me chill out. That's when she really took the match. I, I get the ending, but I'm kind of like, I want to see this Miss Moon girl come back. I want to see her more. And nothing against Killer Kelly. I thought she looked great here. But I like the way that Impact makes me interested in people who are supposed to be squash masters. Because that happened twice tonight. Yeah, so they did a wonderful job with Sandra Moon. I loved commentary mm-hmm. mentioning that she worked on the ring crew when Impact was at Samstown a few years ago, and that she was like the standout, hardest working member of the crew. Mm-hmm. And like that got her on Scott Demore's uh, list and got her a chance at Killer Kelly and a, and a chance at Impact. She made the most of it. Killer Kelly gave her a lot. She had a lot of really good offense, and it was laid in thick. And one thing I loved was just like good combo offense from Sandra Moon, a middle rope dive that worked. And all in all, like it was, it was a good match. As we got to the end, Sanderman goes for that gut wrench. Killer Kelly reverses it till the killer clutch gets a submission, holds it on a little bit longer as she does. A really solid match, really good stuff. Uh, you'll see Sandra Moon more if you're watching GCW, LA fights, all that stuff, and under the GCW umbrella. Okay, work. You know how I feel about GCW. I think of GCW and I associate pizza cutters, but I will give it a look. For you, Joel, for you, I'll give it a look. Ooh, well, we always appreciate you all giving us a look here at youtube.com slash Fightful and Fightful.com, of course. Now, now we got to talk about Impact. We got to talk about the show itself, everything that happened. And let's start off with really what was the main event, the Digital Media Championship on the line. Say his name and he appears. <laughs> Joe Hendry takes on Brian Myers. And Joe Hendry is the new Digital Media Champion. Uh, a really just solid, quick match. It was more about Heath and Rhino than it was about Joe Hendry. It was just like, let's give Hendry the title and then we can move the major brothers into their tag team run. What do you think of the match? And uh, Joe Hendry is the new digital media title holder. I am a Joe Hendry stan. This is 10 out of 10 gimmick. And literally, as I'm writing my notes, I'm writing midway down is Joe gonna and then he wins. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, okay, so at first I thought um, Brian Myers was going to keep the title because when um, Matt Cardona, and double checking my notes, y'all, don't judge me, okay? I had a long day. When Matt Cardona came down, I was like, oh, they're going to cheat. 
obviously. Mm-hmm. Why is he going to lose it? And then when Heath and Rhino came out to take out uh, Matt Cardona, I was like, there's he's really about to win. I know he just got here. And personally speaking, I would love that, but you're not going to do that. And he sure did. Listen, the show was over after that. I don't care about nothing else on this show. He won. <laughs> I tried to put on a polo in his honor. Yes, this is E-Honda if you're wearing but it was 10 out of 10. Five stars in the Tokyo Dome, 47 stars, 10 out of 10. It was a fun match. Myers loses. Henry gets the win with a standing ovation, which, by the way, I still love as a name for a finisher, especially the one that Henry does. Yes. Uh, there's so much that you can do with Joe Henry as digital media champion yes. that you weren't doing with Brian Myers. I'm excited for what comes next with Joe Henry because he's going to make that title um, more just fun. It's, it's, yes. it's still a fun title, but it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot with Joe Henry, I think. Oh, absolutely. Like. I, I can see a seriousness with it, but he's not that guy. Like, this is, if you know, you know. <laughs> That's what this is. This is truly the epitome of if you know, you know. Is it the epitome of epitome? I forgot which way to say it. It's both, but it's really the epitome. Okay, thanks. Uh, my favorite was, it's just the idea that, like, they brought in Joe Hendry with these really silly, over-the-top, like, yes. poorly produced, but really good segments. Like, so bad, it's good. We're going to get more of those. Oh, yeah. I was talking to my little brother, and apparently he said Joe Hendry was in Impact a while ago. He was just a jerk. So if that's the case, oh, sign me up. Sign me up. (laughs) Joe Hendry has been around. I think a lot of people don't realize that the pandemic really messed up Mm -hmm. Joe Hendry's plans to be stateside. He ended up going back to the UK. Mm. Ring of Honor closed down, and he was doing stuff with Ring of Honor and just he just kind of hung around in the UK and there wasn't much to do. So now that he's found himself back in the States, this is a a great opportunity for him. I can't wait. I mean, honestly, I feel like to your point with the cheesy backstage vignettes, I truly feel like they were so cheesy, kind of like a social media vignette. And that was the point. And I'm sold. I'm, I'm 10 toes down on Joe Hendry. That was a good, it was a great fun opening match. Yeah, absolutely. And Graham B is uh, thoroughly sports entertained. So we're listen. We're appreciative of that. It's the word. It's my word. And now it's our word. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Jay, Jay Vidal and Giselle Shaw. Uh, of course, Giselle Shaw was challenging for the Knockouts World Championship tonight in the main event. So Jay's got this video ready for Giselle and says, all that's missing is you raising that Knockouts title above your head tonight. And it's going to happen. And then they show the video and it's very clearly impact officials as talking heads talking about literally everyone else. I think they were talking about it was an awesome Kong hall of fame induction video and they just, and they just overdubbed Giselle Shaw's name all over it. And it was that, very funny and very silly stuff. I loved it. That was chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. When they were like, Hey, I want to congratulate the president of the United States, jo- Joel Pearl. <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, uh, take a look over at youtube.com slash Fightful. My interview with Giselle Shaw dropped earlier this week. She has plenty to say, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later along with the interview. Violent by Design. Oh, boy. This was a really a really interesting segment in that it's going to tie together a lot of things, I think, down the line with Eric Young, with Sammy Callahan, the whole Violent by Design Sammy thing. That dynamic is starting to come together. So they're in the back and they say the revival of violence is upon mm-hmm. us and it's only the beginning. It's the dawning of a new era. Eric says, I try Eric Young tries, says, I tried to open Sammy Callahan's eyes and explain the truth, but he doesn't see it clearly. And this world belongs to violence. Well, Sammy Callahan later is going to have some violence of his own. And we're going to talk about that when we get there. Instead, you want to talk about the X division semis? Let's do that. Trey Miguel is advancing. Mike Bailey disqualified. K-I-N-G King gets himself involved with his popcorn and his, what do you think of that fit? What what, what do you think of of what Kenny King was wearing? I thought about putting on my white turtleneck as well. That Mm -hmm. was, that was fresh to death. Not quite Seth Rollins because to me, him and uh, Paul Revere, Becky Lynch (laughs) are the best dressed and you can't convince me otherwise. Um, But it's, I respect it. I also thought as good as that match was, Kenny King being out there was, peak peak with the popcorn i was like oh you're so petty people are really about to beat you up but that you're it was it was so good i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you up but it was good peak 10 out of 10 
Oh, I, I was going to say it was it was a lot of fun. It was really good. Uh, so he comes down, rings, runs down to ringside, grabs a chair and some popcorn. Uh, the match itself is really solid. You've got Trey wearing his Venom Carnage symbiote mm-hmm. gear, which is cool. It's I still think we're telling a story of Trey Miguel getting himself into heel mode. I yeah. think I wouldn't be surprised to find out that Trey and, and Kenny King are working in cahoots. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean... If we're including the promo that Kenny King cuts later, I want to say no, that this is Kenny King just being a big old jerk. Um, however, I him turning heel, yes, but I could see it him completely turning heel when he doesn't win this championship, when he doesn't win the X of his title, and then he just goes eight, mm. eventually winning it, but he's going to go eight first. Wouldn't mind seeing that. I really liked, at one point, Mike Bailey mm. fakes a kick. And hits a forearm instead. It was mm-hmm. a really good fake out. There's some good stuff in there. Speedball goes to do that second rope uh, moonsault to the outside. And then King is like faking interest and kind of booing him. Stands up, throws the popcorn. And then he throws Trey Miguel into the ring steps. So yeah. King screws Speedball. Trey advances to the finals. And that's it. Now it's going to be Kenny King and Speedball, I guess. I mean, it'd be nice. Because nothing against Speedball, I think, right now. Maybe keep him away from the X Division. Uh, title considering that he defended it I think commentary says successfully 14 times straight you know what I mean take some time off that's totally fine because I think when speedball challenges for it again again he's going to get it again and that, that's that's just off of his own merit he's good he's really good and that match was really good as well solid match like you said so they go to Kenny King in the back a little bit mm-hmm. later we'll just tackle it now he's like I saw something in my last match with Mike Bailey and I saw it again tonight so he brings up that he wants the world title, but first he wants the X division title. This is why I'm like him and Trey are maybe working together in some way for like the first shot and yada, yada, yada. And then he's like, I'm still following the honor, no more doctrine. And he's like, I'm going to expose all the fakes in the matrix and he'll be seeing speedball soon. What is this? What's what, what's the fakeness of speedball Mike Bailey? What could it possibly be? I was thinking maybe he thinks Speedball's a fake nice guy. Like, you're doing all this, oh, honor, ultimate weapon, but that's not who you are. You're really a jerk. If you really look at this match in by itself, the first third, I feel, was very X Division. The middle third was very stiff, and the leading into the last third, which was outside stiff shenanigans. I could see the argument, but I think Kenny King is just making stuff up. <laughs> I think he's just making stuff up. Soko, who was at... The Dan Tavings says King offered us popcorn and had been sitting under the ring. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I, I mean, Dan Housen might have ate it. <laughs> That's so good. By the way, you were talking about the Giselle thing and you you had mentioned the just putting up fake stuff to pop people. Mm-hmm. That's what I do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with lying in the sense, in the sense, in the sense of something that can't be real. Like, if I say, hey, guys, I'm going to go skinny dipping with Sasquatch, you're not going to believe that. So that's fine. I just had to do it. Someone someone had mentioned a Jungle Boy tag team with Speedball. So I was like, oh, we can talk about a dynamite moment. Okay. Huge announcement. (laughs) So after we talked about George Iceman and Jessica earlier, Jessica's in the back with the death dolls. And she's like, nothing matters. My first loss was so hard. And then Ty's like, maybe you need a drink. And Rosemary cuts her off and is like, no. She no, by the way, no. And she says, we need fire and hatred and fuel everything you've got and everything you're feeling next week. Channel that revenge on Tasha Steeles and bite her face off, which generally Crest has pretty, pretty good advice. That's common. I mean, especially for decay. Crazy Steve bites people's face every day. Mm-hmm. And then Jessica's still down. She's like, maybe I do need that drink. And she kind of sulks away. And we're going to find out later just how far down she goes. Oh, dear. This is actually a pretty good through thread. I'm sorry. No, go for it. I was going to say, I feel like at first when they said Jessica was feeling down, whatever it is, I'm like, oh, kind of like now I'm into the Jessica gimmick. Don't turn back to have it yet. Maybe I'm an impatient. I'm a flip flopper. So please, I like it. Not yet. And then like later on when she's like really sad, I'm like, this might not be Jessica. This might not be Havoc. What's happening here? (laughs) The third incarnation. We're gonna find out who it is soon enough, or we'll see. I, I'm I'm actually intrigued by this because they keep doing they keep mm-hmm. doing something with it. Uh, someone in the chat's like, "That's a big boy Pepsi." Yeah, <laughs> when you're, when you're in the process of moving, yeah, you kind of end up not sleeping, especially what with a seven month old. What is sleep? Especially when you have a, a little kid in the house. 
But Bender Gujar's back. He's taking on G Sharp. Uh, if you've never seen G Sharp before, you can go back and watch mm-hmm. AW Dark when they were in there for what was it? Uh, Double or nothing in Vegas that weekend. Mm-hmm. He had a six man tag. He took on, I forget who his partners were, but they took on House of Black. So go ahead, you can watch that. And he's also appeared on LA Fights with GCW. G Sharp, pretty good wrestler, takes on Bupinder Gujar. He's got a new theme, got a new look. He's looking uh, pretty good and gets the win. Got some new some new offense with the sling blade, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's Gujar's match. Um, now, Cresta, you don't know this, so this is, you know, some people probably don't. Uh, if you watch Greektown Wrestling in Toronto, Bupinder Gujar turned heel at the show he had a match against silesia sparks who is a woman and gudra's whole thing was like i want to fight a woman mm-hmm. and eventually he did and eventually he won and he liked beating the uh I, you know what i'm trying to say i'm not i'm not gonna finish <laughs> that he liked he liked winning that match uh so gudra gudra making a heel turn in greek town in toronto i wouldn't mind seeing him maybe make a turn in the impact sometime soon I can see it. I got the when Dave. <clears throat> sorry, my throat is killing you me too, today. Right? I am. What is happening here? <clears throat> it is. All right. Let's try this one more time. Take two. With his new music and like the darker theme, I was into it. Also, him and um, G Sharp or was it's G Sharp? Yeah, worked a stiff match. I think this was the first of three really stiff matches. And I was surprised because I was expecting this to kind of be a squash, like a welcome back Pender. When they really went toe-to-toe, and that gargoyle spill also was nasty. I'm here for it. But it's like, who would you feud with? Joe Hendry? I mean, yeah, that's kind of who I would put him up against. To lose the digital media championship again because Joe Hendry just got it? I mean, Joe Hendry doesn't have to have it for long. Don't do that. Listen, we believe. That's not be- That's not very oozy of you. <laughs> that's tomorrow night's show. <laughs> that's <laughs> not on fair. That one. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I'm just saying, Bupinder Gujar in a new style, a new attitude. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. I would like to see it, but I think we got some time before we before we get there because he yeah. just debuted this new music. They're still cheering him in the impact zone, and he's still soaking up that uh, that those cheers. So I'm fine with it. Yeah, no yeah. matter which way he goes, I think he's going to get cheered because he's really good. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're they're investing in him. They're investing yeah. time and money and effort. So they they're going to keep building with him, and I like it. Yeah, me too. Let's go to the back. Heath and Rhino are cutting a promo about how they're going to defend their tag team titles against uh, the major brothers. And Heath eventually says like Myers's mind is all messed up after losing that digital media championship. We just talked about. Mm-hmm. And then Rhino is just like, Oh, hold on a second. And he looks off into the distance. Heath's like what Rhino goes walking over and he finds Josh Alexander. And of course, if you, if you're an impact wrestler and you run into Josh Alexander before overdrive, what do you do? You gotta tell him that Bully Ray is a piece of crap. That's right. You gotta you gotta give your opinions on Bully Ray, or you're just useless. So they go over at this point. Why doesn't yeah. Josh Alexander just be like, "I get it. You hate him. Bye," and just walk away? I don't know. My eyes summoned Cthulhu at this segment because <laughs> I was really I was into the promo. Then he said, "Wait a minute." And then when I saw him walk over to Josh Alexander, I was like, oh, I got up and went to the bathroom. I was so upset. You really stopped an impassioned promo to tell him that book. I don't want to do it now. So I don't know if, if the other world will come out of my eyeballs if I roll them any farther in the back of my head. Because I, I get it. I We get it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> it's very strange. I don't know. what It's like once an episode, someone has to tell Josh Alexander their feelings on yeah. Bully Ray. And, and, and guess what? It's always the same. Always. I would turn heel. I would turn heel at this point. Stop <laughs> telling me. Stop telling me. <laughs> at one point, Josh is going to be like, I get it. Yes, you don't like him. And they're going to be like, actually, no, I love him. He's great. It's going to be real fun. Uh, let's go to the back. Alicia and Eddie. So Alicia walks to the back. She finds Jessica. She's reading a book on how to become ODB. She's reading ODB's book, by the way. I'm like, if, if if this is Jessica becoming ODB, there are worse things in the world, but she's drunk at this point. She's drinking PBR, which I know, Cresta, you as a as a New Yorker, PBR is like the the beverage of choice, right? I don't drink beer. Mm. That's my I'll final answer. I mean, I'll I'll let listen, that sit for a second. Hold on. I would rather 
<laughs> I'd rather have whiskey than a beer. I, I don't beer tastes like liquefied cardboard box. Please don't stone me in the comments. I love you guys. It's PBR. Listen, everyone has their their downfalls. So anyway, she's drinking PBR and she's going to become ODB. And they just kind of walk away. Jessica walks away and then Lish finds Eddie. Eddie's like, or Lish comes up to Eddie and says, you know, I've been thinking about it since that interview. And I'm thinking, why why aren't you talking about this at home? Why do you have to talk about it in the workplace? They live in the impact zone. That's They live there. They live in Scott's office. Is that what's going on? They're yes. traveling. They're just they're they're traveling Wilburys. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Let's awful. go with that. <laughs> Why you got to talk about it at work? Why can't you talk about it at home? Why can't you figure this out with the cameras gone? Is Lish that much of a camera hog? What are we doing? I think it's Eddie Edwards here. She saw the opportunity. He doesn't talk to me at home. He doesn't mm. talk to me at home, Joel. <laughs> Get a pit of tear. Anyway, so she feels honor no more is not over, and all this isn't over. And then he's like, "No, no, it's over. I just got to beat the shit out of PCO. I buried him. Now that's it. It's done." You're my ride or die. And then Eddie walks away and Lish is like, I don't still believe, still don't believe him. I, I, why can't you settle this at home? That's all I'm going to ask. My answer still stands. They live in the impact zone. When you are the heart and soul of impact, no days off. I respect Eddie Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> you can be our heart and soul. Donate a super chat or donate a humper chat at humperchats.com. Okay. And leave us a thumbs up here, youtube.com slash Fightful. Or if you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead. Last rodeo match, Mickey James takes on Chelsea Green. This was the third time that these two have had a match in singles competition. Mm -hmm. Very, very fun match. Really good match, especially at the end of it. Mickey James continues on. The last rodeo continues. I'm excited for this. There's more to it with Chelsea. There's more to it with Mickey and Taylor Wilde. And everything that's coming up before we talk about the match. Cresta, what'd you think about the match? And what do you think about Mickey James eking out a victory over Chelsea Green? I have to say, and I said this off air and I will say it now. I am a Chelsea Green stand. This match really put it over for me. Really. I I know I want Mickey James to win, but I low-key wish Chelsea Green won. She looked phenomenal. They both did. This was another stiff match. I think this was yeah. the this was the second stiff match. These ladies beat the hell out of each other. Chelsea Green is. I want everything for this girl. Like I went from being like, yeah, she's great to like, I'm a stan. That she was so good, and Mickey was too. They both played their part. Um, I don't know why I did that with my mouth. <laughs> When Mickey um, hit the Mick D, um, DDT after yeah. the run um, HP ref took a bump, that visual pin for me sent me because I was like, wow, Chelsea Green might actually win this. But I'm like, why would she win this now? That doesn't make any sense to me. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Such a good match. Joel, give us the play-by-play song. Because I could go on for hours with each note. I've got like a million of these notes. So I have to turn the page after. Exactly. You'll be, you'll be given the uh, the Fightful play-by-play on the website. <laughs> but they do a double kind of spot that I really think is cool. Mm. Because commentary covers the idea and the question of like what happens in the event of a double countout. And I like that. It's a little extra added mystery yeah. to like how do we deal with Mickey James if she's if she's going to lose, what if she loses this way? What if it's not a traditional pinfall? What if it's not a traditional submission? What do we do? Uh, so I really like that stuff. And then, like you said, they do the referee spot. Chelsea Green inadvertently pump kicks the referee. Deanna's been ejected earlier in the match from ringside. She comes back, tries to take out Mickey, but Taylor Wilde comes back. Taylor and Mickey are scheduled to have a match at overdrive. Uh, so Taylor evens out the odds and takes out Deanna. They fight to the back. Mickey hits the McDT. There's a visual pin. And then they go for a 2.9 on Prettier from Chelsea Green. Really good stuff. Chelsea's angry, and she's like, I'm going to kill Mickey. Uh I'm like, oh, okay, tell me how. (laughs) She goes to the top. Chelsea Green does, misses a missile dropkick, and then Mickey hits a jackknife pin, gets the pin for three. The last weirdo continues. Later on backstage, as the thumbnail dictates, Chelsea's got her bags. She's walking away. Deanna Perrazzo, her tag team partner, comes up and is just like, 
where are you going? What are we doing? And just like when Mickey James did it a few months back, Chelsea Green's like, I'm going home. So it's like home Stanford, Connecticut, or like, what are we talking about here? You're a clown. I am. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> I will say, though, in that match, for those of you who didn't watch it, literally the match started within 10 minutes. Deanna Peraza was ejected. She started cheating from jump. She literally started cheating from jump. So it was it was that good of a match where Deanna Peraza literally got ejected and it still cracked on. It was such a good match. So for those who are asking what happens next to Chelsea Green, go over to Fightful Select. There's a little bit on Chelsea Green there, what she's told Fightful, what she's mm-hmm. what she said. She said she's got some uh, some dates coming up through March 2023. She's got an NWA Women's Championship match this Saturday or yes, this Saturday at Hard Times 3, assuming Billy and Co. still want women on the card. Uh, but if you subscribe to Fightful Select, you get more than just that. We're going to give you all the scoops. Going into all the shows, we have interview notes from a Josh Alexander interview that was conducted today. We have news on Lady Frost getting her impact wrestling release finally after that story started. God, it must have been back in June. Yeah, like that was a while ago and it just went silent. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. You get all that news from Fightful Select. Plus, you get news on Braun Strowman's heat because God knows he's got a lot for it with his Twitter fingers these days. And... We did an Ask Scrapsity earlier today. Well, I didn't, but the Grapsity boys did. Uh, they they did uh, their Ask Scrapsity show, and there's plenty more where that came from. Five bucks, Fightful Select. You can get all your news, you get all your scoops, get all your podcasts and entertainment. You know what to do. But where's Chelsea going? That's the question. She's going to come back and do the last rodeo? I low-key, like, if, if, if Mickey is going to retire, I feel like Chelsea Green should be the one to do it at this point. Because all three of their matches, in my humble opinion, has been really good. Have been really good, rather. A loser leaves impact match would have been perfect for these two. But then if Chelsea Green lose, everyone's like, oh, she's going to the E, isn't she? You know? Well, my, my, my whole point being like, they could have done this differently. They could have okay, had it. This, this particular match could have been that. Or they could have waited a bit and got to that match once we knew what Chelsea was doing uh, outside of impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. But this also leaves mystery. Like, is she going to come back? Is she going to come back? I feel like whoever leaves, like if Mickey loses, well, obviously she's retiring. And if Chelsea loses, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I like, I like your idea. I like them both. I, I see why they would do it this way though. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And again, we're going to find out what happens with Chelsea down the line. Who knows? Maybe she'll come back to Impact before she decides what she's doing next. Like she said, or like she's been telling people, she's got bookings through till March of 2023. So who knows? Let's move on. Uh, Steve Macklin is backstage. By the way, Mazel Tov to Steve and Deanna Peraza. They got married. All those photos are being posted. Hey. Beautiful. Everyone looks so beautiful. Why, is, why are wrestling people so beautiful? Because they're on TV. They're so pretty. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so <laughs> Steve Macklin is looking for Scott Demore and instead he finds Tommy Dreamer. I don't know, Cresta, if you saw the background. Someone walks out of a dressing room as Tommy Dreamer starts moving to the front of the to the forefront. Did you see who came out of that locker room? I did not. John Morrison. <laughs> Johnny Mundo, Johnny Caballero himself backstage at Impact, and he shows up on camera somehow. And then you got Lish, who's talking to, to, to Tommy Dreamer in the background. Lish goes and, like, pushes John Morrison back into the room. <laughs> I have no words. I, 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 re- I don't know how I did not notice that. But also at this point, I was like, Tommy Dreamer, what are you? Don't talk to Steve Mack. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find this thing. I'm gonna find a screen cap for y'all, but yes, he shows up, and he—you don't—you don't know unless you know. And it was for, like it—it it was Ty of Valkyrie, like Ty of Valkyrie and uh, Johnny are married, so it—it mm. it wouldn't be unusual to see him backstage, but just to have him like randomly pop up in the background of the segment, very good, very. That's funny, funny. and I can—I anyway. don't know how I missed this. I definitely remember seeing Lish go like to someone. I just didn't know who it was. That's funny. <laughs> That is funny. That I is loved funny. it. Uh, here, oh, here we go. I'm gonna here. I got the photo. I'm ready. Uh, hold on. I gotta. I gotta open it. I gotta find. Dude, Twitter. One thing about Joel Pearl is he's gonna find that screenshot. 
I'm always going to find it forever and ever. And then I got to upload it, which makes it even worse. I believe in you. I believe Thank in you. Joe Pearl. Oh, not so good. So that's, that's the footage. Because he's right there in the denim. It's Johnny Mundo in the denim. <laughs> and look, you can see Lish in, like, in the yellow top, just like, you should get out of here. You should probably move. Why don't they just do another take? <laughs> that's what, that's why I go to be bad. Why don't you just do another take? Once again, Impact runs at 99% and never 100. <laughs> I respect it. Sometimes you got a little razzle-dazzle. Got to keep them on their toes. <laughs> that's so good. Johnny Impact makes his return. Anyway, let's go back. So Steve Macklin is here. And he's wanting a title shot against Josh Alexander. And then Tommy Dreamer comes up and he's like, Scott's not here. And Scott doesn't give in to talent. And I'm like, wait a minute. The last six months with Honor No More has been nothing but Scott relenting to talent. What is That's what I'm going to say. Like, wait. <laughs> was bull. Anyway. Um, Dreamer tells Macklin that you should just stand by, become a locker room leader. Don't throw a tantrum just because you don't get what you want. And Macklin's like, I want to be world champion. I don't want to be a locker room leader. Mm-hmm. Everyone else jumped the line. And Tommy's only True. looking out for Bully Ray. And at this point, I'm sitting here like, no lie. Show me the lie. Point on the doll where the lie is. Because I Very can't strange. find it. And then Dreamer's like, oh, you'll get your match against Macklin. Or you'll, you'll get a match. And Macklin's like, Okay, and then Dreamer's like against me, and I'm like, that's not a threat. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> that's that's walking to your own death. That's fine. I'll be cheering for Steve Macklin. Apparently, it's low key elder abuse. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I said it before. I'll say it again. In the year 2022, we do not need to be pushing Tommy Dreamer. We do not need to be protecting Tommy Dreamer in the ring. I'm, I'm fine with them putting literally anyone else in front of Steve Macklin. Dreamer just doesn't I feel work like it's going to be Bully Ray somehow. Bully Ray's like, what are you doing? Steve Macklin, he's crazy. He's going to beat you up. I'll do it for you to further. Hey, Josh Alexander in the hallway, minding your business, drinking water at the water fountain. I know you got a match coming up with Bully Ray, but let me tell you something, brother. Bully Ray is not a nice guy. <laughs> oh, dear. Bully tell Ray. I'm wrong. And you're not wrong. But Bully Ray has a match with Zicky Dice that goes about as long as that Steve Macklin versus Tommy Dreamer match is going to go. I went to the bathroom again and missed this whole match. That was your first mistake. You never miss a Swingman match or his associates. Why was Zicky Dice pushing Zick, I mean, Swingman down to the match when he's the one with the match? Because you're always learning, Cresta. Always. The teacher never becomes the master until he's ready. And at this point, Zicky Dice is still learning. You saw how long that match was? I didn't actually. Oh, that's right. You missed the whole damn thing. <laughs> so the bell rings and then Swingman comes in and it does the Dudley boys get the tables to Ziggy Dice. And they, they panned a bully and bully's just like putting up with this shit. Just like, oh God, here we go. But the fans are into it and they're following along. It's hilarious. They find the table under the ring. They set it up. Mm-hmm. Bully hits a bully bomb on Ziggy Dice. That's it. One, two, three. And then the table finally comes into play because Moose comes down. Low blows Bully, spears him through the table, and then during the break at Overdrive, they announce it's going to be a tables match, Bully, Ray, and Moose. Fine by me, good match to have, and I like that they'll do tables with it. See, like, I know Moose is a jerk, but yeah. this is one of those situations where I'm not, I'm not rooting for Moose. I'm just simply cheering against Bully Ray. <laughs> Well, that's what you're supposed to do, because if you ask literally any member of the Impact roster, Bully Ray is a giant piece of shit. But so is Moose. <laughs> oh, and if you ask Nick Aldis, he'll tell you the same thing about Bully Ray, because he said something about that on Twitter earlier this week when uh, when Billy was on Busted Open. Look at us. We're just, everything comes down to everyone else's feelings about Bully Ray. I, too, feel like Josh Alexander. <laughs> How many times are you going to tell me he's not a nice guy? Hey, everywhere he goes, someone's like, you know that Bully Ray guy? He's a jerk. Come on now. Stop telling me. I, I watch the product. Stop telling me that. <laughs> Hell of a spear by Moose, by the way, through that table. He, he got it all in. I was all for that. Oof. I mean, I mean, at the same time, yeah, because good for you, Bully Ray. But at the same time, oof. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bully was bleeding from the top of his head. So clearly he's doing something right or wrong. Like I said, I'm not I'm not cheering for Bully Ray, but I'm also not rooting for Moose. <laughs> well, you'll be torn when they do Sammy Callahan's promo. He's like, I like Violent by Design. 
This version is bigger, badder, and stronger than before. And then he pulls one of the yellow jackets in the frame and he kidnapped one of the soldiers. I was like, oh, okay, this is illegal. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Sammy challenges Eric Young to another match. No VBD, just one-on-one because those two had had matches <sighs> one-on-one. Right? They never had a, a proper singles mm-hmm. match in Impact. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, and then Sammy's like, you can't be punished for the same crime twice. And I'm like, okay, now we're, now we're talking. I'm interested in this law. And he says, we're going to have a match that you have to make your opponent bleed and only then can you pin them. And I'm like, okay, yeah, tell me, tell me more. And he's like, we're going to call it death machines, double jeopardy. And I'm like, you lost me. <laughs> you had me in the first half. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and then, and then the marketing department needs some work. I mean, honestly, I do think that Sammy Callahan would be a perfect fit for violent by design. I'm actually quite surprised that he's not jiggy with it. Um, secondly, he's a, he's a leader though. He's not a follower. He's a leader, Sammy Callahan. Also, Violent by Design are very anti-video games, so I don't think they're going to be much for uh, Sammy. Booze. <laughs> As I wear a Street Fighter shirt, you tell me this on the day of my daughter's birth. <laughs> I mean, I like that when Sammy called the poor violent by design, get the violence, whatever he's calling these people. He said, you got these NPC, these minions. When he called them a minion, I popped so hard because he was literally, he, they're literally dressed like minions. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I thought it was great. Am I going to watch that match? Yes, I am, because I think that they're going <laughs> to beat the hell out of each other. Yes, I am. Blood, you, blood aside. You and you know I'm blood. soft. You yeah. know this is going to be me. Oh, I like this from Pat saying, call it a blood in the water match. That's not a bad idea at all. But you know what? The only opponent that you can have for that is Shark Boy. I was going to say, that has to be Shark Boy. It has to be Shark Boy. Jordan Gray's backstage grabbing her title and saying, Giselle's about to learn the difference between holding the title and being the champion. That little promo, that that one line was enough for me. I loved it. It really got you thinking, and it was good stuff. We get to the main event, but first, next week, PJ Black versus Lactorus. Macklin versus Tommy Dreamer in an old school rules match, which basically means Macklin can beat the shit out of Tommy Dreamer with the kitchen sink. Eric Young takes on Sammy Callahan in the aforementioned double jeopardy, death machine, double murder, double suicide match. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say that again. I just thought about double words and that's how it came out. And they also showed the Kazarian highlight package that I didn't really care for unless you want to talk about it at all. No, because while I thought it was cute, it was also giving me, I feel like I've seen this in the past two weeks in different bits and you just put it together. <laughs> it was good though. It, it, it was, was just... good. It was good. I just feel like I, I, I know this. Felt like, <laughs> felt like they were killing time. Yeah. 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 You got time to lean. You got time to clean sort of situation. Yeah. That's right. Knockouts world championship match is the main event. Jordan Grace defending against Giselle Shaw, who had Jay Vidal with her. Um, by the way, my interview with Giselle Shaw is up on Fightful. They talk about the diva and what the diva means. And, and Matt Raywalt, it's like, it's someone who grabs attention, grabs the spotlight. And then meanwhile, Jordan, uh, not Jordan Grace, Giselle Shaw had told me in our interview that diva is an acronym for determined, intelligent, valiant, and authentic. So again, I'm really happy that they brought that up. Glad I can segue that. Go check out the interview with Giselle. It was a lot of fun. It's about 10 minutes over at youtube.com slash Fightful. Really, really, really good match. I, I don't even know where to start. There was so much that happened aside from the post-match shenanigans. There was just, they, they went blow for blow. They mm-hmm. beat the shit out of each other. They yes. laid it in and they were not afraid to go for it. And I really love that to the point where Ricardo said, Hey, Oh, Giselle done won me over. I'm a fan. Same. We Same. talked about Giselle for so long on this post show in different years. And we, we, we've pretty much one eighty from like when she started or not when when we started talking about her to where we are now, which is El Shaw. Yeah, no, absolutely. At first, going into this, I kind of thought this was going to be a squash post match angle. I was, I was, I am happy to be wrong. I'm happy to be a fraud exposed in 4K. It was really good. I, I knew Giselle Shaw had that in her, but holy fuck. Like you said, that blow for blow moment when, when Jordy Grace is like, harder! And every time she would hit her hard, she would scoop slam her. I was like, Jordan, you really going to kill this girl at first? But then I was like, wait, you might actually, I don't think you're going to win, but like maybe, maybe. 
I see her so much differently now. And honestly, Giselle Shaw did that. So did Jordan Grace, because I feel like everyone's only as good as the person standing across from them. But like, I was not expecting that from Giselle Shaw at all. And I... <clears throat> I kind of want to see her now wrestle more stiff matches. Mess, wrestle someone like a Deanna Perrazzo, for real, for real. I, I would love to see the combinations, even if she loses. Because tonight she looked amazing in defeat. And even if she loses, I think, going forward, she'll never be just that quintessential diva character. She's got the comedy chops. But now she's got what the, uh, Rick, what Ric Flair called it, the meat and the potatoes and the gravy. She got all of that. I'm, I'm so does. happy for her. Yeah, there was just so much, so much development for Giselle Shaw getting making the most out of a main event match yeah. for the knockouts championship on TV. It's great. You're getting so much out of her and uh, they continue to push her and, and she continues to impress with the way that she improves. And if you want to see more of her, she did a stint in the UK back in 2019. And like, she's used to that style. She's used mm. to getting hammered and Canadian strong style is a thing as well. And that's where Shaw got her start. So it's worth taking a look at the passages. Al Shaw just to understand like how much she's improved and how much she's brought to the impact knockouts roster in a very short amount of time. Cause she came in and like was not taken nearly as seriously as she yeah. is now. And it's impressive. A really solid match. Ricardo again with the super chat saying we saw a vertebraker 10 out of 10. That's what that was when she Why? picked her up on the back, right? Yeah. And flipped her around and that, that's called the vertebraker. And in, in WWE, you are not allowed to do that move because you see if your if your opponent oh. is too high or too low, that can cause some damage. I thought she, I thought Jordan Grace dropped Giselle Shaw on her neck. Oh, I, in that moment, I audibly went, Ooh! <laughs> yeah. it, it looked gnarly but Giselle Shaw got up and was like you think I'm down I hit no damn bell I was like oh you're tough you are a tough woman oh it was so good so good oh my god I'm thinking about it now I got the vision I'm like <laughs> all over again <laughs> so M.A. Solko with the Humber chat saying this is the match of the weekend and hope one of the best of the year uh, Jai Jai sorry wow I'm having I keep forgetting that it's it's, a, it's J Vidal not Jai it's J-A-I so I say Jai but it's J uh, J with an I is a great addition oh so maybe it is Jai anyway whatever uh, I hope this leads to big things for Giselle I wholeheartedly agree I think if Vidal and Giselle are going to be uh, linked up together I'm all for it I will say it gives me only making the comparison here but I like both gimmicks it kind of gives me Caleb with a K but I'm here for Love it. Love it. God, I miss Caleb. <laughs> miss him every day. So the finish, yeah. So we got the vertebraker, and then mm. Shaw gets the shock and awe. That's a 2.9. I love that move. And then Grace does the power bomb into the Grace driver, and she retains. At that point, I'm looking at the clock, and I'm just like, they ain't ending this early. Ain't no way. Yeah, ain't no way. Also, I would be remiss if we don't talk about Jordan giving old girl the superplex off the top rope into oh, yes. another, into another, um, I think just another suplex again. If I was Giselle Shaw, I would just crumple like a piece of paper. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there was some really solid stuff in there. And that was while uh, Giselle Shaw was up on the top rope, posing as if she had won the match, mm. just kind of making fun of Jordan Grace. And then Grace just took her right out. Ooh. I loved it. 10 out of 10 will recommend. Watch that match if you haven't. Giselle Shaw is an amazing talent, and I cannot wait to see where she goes from here. Post-match, as Jordan Grace is walking up the ramp with her Knockouts Championship, and she's posing for the audience, out comes Masha Slamovich with a chair. Beats the daylights out of Jordan Grace. Chair after chair after chair, and then she lays them all down, and she hits that snowplow at the top of the stage onto the chairs knocks out jordan grace grabs that knockouts title <clears throat> poses over top of jordan grace masha's back baby what are we doing what are we gonna do philly 76 with the super chat saying between the main event and masha slamovich's return shortly after impact continues to show why nobody highlights their women's division better than them the best yes 100 percent. it was I agree with so that. good what did you think of masha's return and where do we go from here I love Jordan Grace, but Masha is mad. And Masha's gonna kill you. Masha. Like, it's gonna be a good match. I can see that being a steel cage match, but Masha is pissed. Pissed. Maybe Jordan maybe beats her one more time. Maybe. Maybe. But I think they may go all in on her because this, she was a problem before. Now she's a menace to society. 
they got to have a very, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Just a very heavy match, a very uh, toy-filled match between those two. It's got to be Last Woman Standing. It's got to be Monsters Ball. Monsters no, they did Ball. Monster Ball. Didn't they do Monsters Ball the first time when they did their uh, match? No, they did the Pick Your Poison, and one of them was a Monsters Ball match. The two of them, I don't think, have had a Monsters Ball match. Down for Glory was just a one-on-one match. Yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. I, if I'm wrong, chat's going to... Yeah, chat will definitely let us know. <laughs> jumped on my throat, but I'm pretty sure the Monsters Ball match was one of the Pick Your Poisons, and it was the Alley Catch versus Matthew match. Yes, yes. No, you are right. You are right. I could see it being a Monsters Ball match or like a Steel Cage match or some sort of Sammy Callahan... Raven rendition match. The <laughs> Death Machine double jeopardy match for Masha Slamovich versus Jordan Grace. I got it. I mean, you joking, but in my mind I was like, hold on, you might have just did something, Joel. Hold on, <laughs> hold on a second, hold on a second. Not that I want to see these ladies bleed, but not for nothing. Masha Slamovich be bleeding her matches. So <laughs> hold on, you might have did something. You might have did something there, Joel. So when do you do this match? I mean, they're <sighs> They're not going to do it at overdrive, right? No, 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 no. This to me, if you did it at overdrive, you'd be rushing it. I feel no. like that's new. That's a New Year's thing. That's you do a, it at hard to kill. How do you? Yeah. How do you get that so far? Because you got a month and a half, almost two months to to set it up. I mean, you could really have Masha Slamovich. You could have her beat up Jessica. Really send her over the edge. They're building Savannah Evans. Savannah Evans, when she gets a really big push, you could have her be the one to defeat her. Then you could have her do like some next level stuff. Masha beat like a Deanna Perrazzo on some, I'm I'm really a terror. And Jordan Grace, like, you can't keep doing this. Like, have her like beat, beat people. Like, beat people. Maybe even have her retire Mickey, like on some bully. You see, that's how you do it. Because this whole thing has been Mickey wanting that title shot against Jordan. Mm-hmm. You can really mess this up in a good way by having either Masha win the knockouts championship and retire Jordan or uh, Mickey James, or you can have Masha basically cock block everybody. Yeah. And yeah. before, before getting that knockouts title shot, defeating Mickey James. And it'll make Jordan Grace super mad. So when there's a lot of big stakes on it, so people are like, we want the baby face to win. And if Masha wins, the heat, oh, that would be so good. That would, oh, that would be so good. And you beat Jordan Grace after you retire, Mickey J. Oh, but option, she would, go ahead. Option C, this one's a little, mm, don't know if I love it. You have Mickey beat Jordan Grace in that last rodeo match. Okay. And then Masha gets Mickey and just destroys Mickey James and wins the knockout championship. That would feel bad. But honestly, I mean, I would even throw, have Masha compete for the X Division Championship somehow and exercise option C immediately and beat up Mickey James. Fine by me. So you're ruining two things at one time. (laughs) Have Masha take out the the Impact World Champion and just become the World Champion. Let's do that. Give her, imagine she scoop slams Josh Alexander. Everyone's going to be like, what is transpiring here? What? (laughs) What? Either way, I just, I really think that there is a way to just heap proper heat on Masha and make it look really badass with her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like everything we've said tonight is good enough. But I feel like Scott has that in his mind. Your dad has it in his mind. Like Judas in my mind is just in your dad's mind. <laughs> Listen, here's the problem with dad. As much as I appreciate him, <laughs> as much as I miss him every single day, he made Kazarian the X Division champion for like five minutes after beating Speedball. I don't love that. I wanted to have a nice long chat with him, but he went out for cigarettes and never came home. Wow. Damn, damn dad. <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? It's been five months, three, seven days that you haven't come home. <laughs> come home, Pops. Anyway, the point being that I I trust that it could be a really good story told, mm-hmm. but I don't want them to just slam us right into a title match and then Masha Slamovich beats the shit out of Jordan Grace. 
Yeah, that's why I'm saying, like, if you let it breathe until Hard to Kill in <laughs> January, he left Dreamer to watch you. And you never leave Tommy Dreamer to watch you. Never. You know what? Everyone just needs a group hug after that. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> finish, finish your thought. Finish your thought. And then we can start getting out of here. Um, I totally forgot what I was saying. It got derailed by thinking of Tommy Dreamer being a babysitter. <laughs> Could you imagine him as a babysitter? He's got twins, so I can though, and it'd be oh you you don't want to give him the toy? Okay, so it's a hardcore death match. We're five. <laughs> it's a hardcore death match. <laughs> uh, who would be the best babysitter in Impact Wrestling? The best babysitter in Impact and the Wrestling? worst. Let's go both. I mean, the worst has got to be Sammy Callahan, right? Johnny Swing. I would not leave my kids with Johnny Swing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Swingman would teach a lot about the business, Daddy. Honestly, probably he has mad video games down there. He'd probably go out of his way to keep the kids safe. <laughs> this is an Atari 2600. You ever see this, kids? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lock the door. Don't come out and don't pay attention to any sounds you hear, baby. <laughs> That's right. Bully Ray would probably be the worst. Yeah, that and Moose, because I can see Moose big booting the child. No, I don't mean that in real life. Wait, 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 See in the chat say Black Taurus would be the best or the worst. I, I think Black, like Black Taurus, Taurus would, be would be the best. Yes. Yeah, he could hurt. He's hurting, hurting bulls, hurting kids. I feel like all of Decay would be like, "Don't touch the little demons." Now they Rosemary would be super annoyed, but <laughs> she, she would be, be the best. <laughs> Chris Saban is the best. Would be interesting. Kids Chris gather Saban around. Let be. me show you. Let me show you Destination X two thousand and nine. Bunch of kids being like. Why do we have to watch more wrestling with this guy? You say that now, and there's going to be that one little kid in the front who's like, I'm going to be X Division champion. Yup. 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 I be Bully Ray? No. Oh. <laughs> Bully Ray will probably be still be wrestling by the time you're 30. Come on, son. Let's go. <laughs> Someone say Moose is too tall to boot a child. He'd have to punt them like a football. <laughs> Listen, Moose is in the same category as Randy Orton because I feel like Randy Orton would do the same thing. Come on. Come on. Now, come on out. Randy Orton has like 27 kids. So, you know, I said what I said. <laughs> the show has efficiently gone off the rails. That was Impact Wrestling for November 10th. Uh, a solid show. There were some ups and downs. Again, they Impact will never give me 100%, but I think this week they were much better than uh, than other weeks. Not as good as last week's, but certainly mm-hmm. a really solid outing tonight. I enjoyed the show. Do you have an out of five for the show? Five. Joe Hendry really? won, and I was sold. I was good sold. Enough. I was sold. Also, the two bookends, I was sold for sports entertainment. My respect exponentially KO Ken times 10 for Giselle Shaw and also for Jess, for Chelsea, Jesse Green. Chelsea Green. Jesse Green. That's right. That's going to be my new wrestling name. Jesse Green. I'm green. <laughs> <laughs> With the E at the end. Green like Kevin Green. Anyway. Yes. If you're not green, you can leave a thumbs up on this video. If you are green, go ahead, leave a thumbs up. And after the fact, after this video is done and you're not watching it live, leave a comment. Because what that does is it gets us out there into the world. It gets us into that brave new world where we don't need babysitters anymore. And you can tell us who you think the best impact babysitters would be in the comments. Go ahead and yes. do that one. Okay. How about that? That'll be tonight's. Uh, tonight's That's your homework. homework. <laughs> so, that, so that when Kyler and probably Sean moderate these comments later, they will be incredibly confused. And yeah. I am all for it. I will get messages all day being like, why are these people talking about the best and worst babysitters in impact? It's all coming together. That's right. By the way, the best babysitter is Abyss. You know what? I've heard Abyss is incredibly kind and nice. So I really believe that. Joseph Park would be the best babysitter. Abyss might be the worst babysitter. Who you said would be the worst? Joseph Park, who literally is Abyss. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Cresta, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me at Cresta the Star on the Twitter, as you see right here. In my bio, there's a link tree to all things. You can also find me on Saturday at, uh, sorry, my brain just blue screened. Let's try that again. Take seven. You can find me on Saturdays on Know Your News, Gaming Gone Weird with Jules the Human at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This week, we'll be talking about a lot of God of War stuff, so I would hope to see you guys there. It's a good time. Besides that, you can find me anywhere. You can type Cresta Star on the internet except for Twitter. My name is Cresta, the star there. Where can they find the Joel Pearl? I'm not hard to find. I'm no longer at the Joel Pearl. That was a while ago before the guy from North Idaho decided that he didn't need Twitter anymore. 
So I got at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Go to subscribe at Fightful Select for five bucks. Get all your news. Get all your scoops. I'll be on Fightful Overbooked on Saturday and Sunday, as I always am. Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Talking about wrestling. Goofing off, as I always do with my co-host, Tim. Hopefully, I will have moved everything in or at least had some sort of setup. Because this, whatever you see behind me, that's that's going. We're leaving. Pack so it up and leave like it. this is like the last one. Like, this, this is, is it. Loser leaves town and you're the loser. Yeah. I, oh, no, believe me. I'm not the loser. I'll tell you off long <laughs> life. Ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one. Have a great weekend. Cheers. Bye. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.